Welcome to Aflame with Love for Christ, homilies to try to set your heart ablaze with love for the Lord Jesus. I'm Father Joseph Gill, a priest of the Diocese of Bridgeport, and you've joined us for Ordinary Time 16. You know, I feel bad for Jesus, because every time he goes somewhere, someone is always bringing him a sick person, a lame person, somebody that they want him to raise back from the dead. They're constantly adding requests upon requests. They want him to do all these miracles, whether it's bringing some healing or multiplying bread and fish or calming a storm at sea. They always just have something that they want Jesus to do for them. And so how refreshing it must be for Jesus to come to the house of friends, as he does in today's gospel, the house of Martha and Mary, where he's on the receiving end of this loving kindness. And Mary really gives him the greatest kindness of all, just lovingly sitting at his feet and listening to him. Now, let's apply this to our own relationship with Jesus. How many of us would say that the majority, the vast majority of our prayer is asking stuff from God? Probably a lot of us have that as the majority of our prayer. In fact, if I go out into the vestibule of this church and I look through our prayer book, what am I going to find? It's a litany of requests. Heal this person. Give this person a job. Bring this person back to the faith. And these are all good things. And God does want us to bring our requests to him without a doubt. But you know, true spirituality begins when we stop seeking God's blessings alone and we start seeking God. Let me say that again. True spirituality begins when we stop seeking God's blessings and we start seeking God. Some people treat God as if he were a vending machine just to give them healing. You know, let's see, what do I want? I want some healing. I'm going to put in my three Hail Marys and hope that healing comes out. But he's more than that. He's more than a vending machine. He is a father who simply wants to spend time with his children. And so, like Mary, we sit at the feet of Jesus. But how do we do that? How do we just simply pursue him for his own sake? Well, there's a couple ways. There's many ways to do it. There's silence. There's Eucharistic adoration. There's the rosary. But today, I want to speak about a very particularly powerful way to sit at his feet. And that is known as Lexio Divina. Lexio Divina, sacred reading. It literally means sacred reading. And it's a way to read scripture where we encounter him in his word. You see, I think a lot of Catholics read the Bible in one of two ways, which are kind of limited. The first way is to read it like a novel, start to finish, just soup to nuts, Genesis to Revelation. But the problem with that is that the, the, um, the Bible is not a book. The Bible is actually a library of books, and it spans all sorts of different genres. We've got poetry, we've got letters, we've got books of the law, we've got genealogies. And by the time we get to Leviticus, the third book of the Bible, which is a book of law, We tend to get kind of bogged down and we say, man, this is really boring and we can't finish the Bible. Another way in which some people read the Bible is what's often known as Bible roulette, where you just kind of open the Bible at random and stick your finger on a page and hope that that is something that God wants to say to us. And can God work through that? Yes, absolutely. He's done it in my own life. But is that the way God prefers to work? Not always. And sometimes we get some pretty bizarre results if that's the way in which we seek God. So how do we read scripture and really sit at his feet and kind of just glean from him? It's through Lectio Divina. It's very different. It involves reading a passage from the Bible very slowly, focusing on a word, a phrase, or an image that stands out to us. For example, if one were to use this weekend's gospel, this beautiful story of Martha and Mary, perhaps maybe for somebody, the words, the better part would stand out to them. Or maybe someone will identify very strongly with Martha and her busyness. And we kind of say, look, I identify with that. That that kind of resonates with me. So after we have our word, phrase, or image, then we read the passage again a second time. 
And in doing so, we ask God, Lord, what are you trying to show me through this word, phrase, or image? What are you trying to say to me through this person, through this, through this idea that's come out of this? And we sit with that. We sit with the passage. We sit with the word, phrase, or image. And we just allow whatever thoughts or feelings start to arise in our hearts, Christ to speak through those. Finally, we read the passage a third time. And in doing so, we speak to the Lord about any good resolutions he's inspired in us. So, for example, we might say, Lord, thank you for showing me that you are the better part. And finding time with you is where I find my deep happiness. Help me to spend more time with you. Or, Lord, thank you for showing me that I do have the tendency to be like a Martha, too busy. Lord, help me to rest in you. So, Lexio Divina ultimately is this conversation between God and us. God speaks to us through his word and then through the thoughts and feelings that arise because of those word phrases or images that he places upon our hearts. And then we converse with him and we tell him our good resolutions and what we hope to do, how it hopes to change us as we read the scripture. Really, sitting at the feet of Jesus in prayer is the key to spiritual growth. Not trying to demand something of Jesus, not having that Martha-like busyness, but just seeking him. There's a beautiful story that I think illustrates that so well. So St. Thomas Aquinas was perhaps the greatest and most prolific Catholic author in history. He wrote just innumerable books about the Lord and about our Catholic faith, including his most famous one, which is called Summa Theologica. It's the summary of all of our beliefs. But towards the end of his life, Thomas had a really profound vision of Jesus. And in the vision, Jesus said to him, Thomas, you have written very well of me. What reward would you like to have? And Thomas responded, my only reward is to possess you. My only reward is to possess you. Mary did choose the better part because she chose just to be with the Lord. Sometimes we feel like it's a waste of time because we're not accomplishing anything productive. But being with the Lord, spending time with him, is never a waste of time. Rather, it's loving attention to the one who delights in us. And so, my friends, if you desire to have a real spiritual life, it begins when we sit at his feet and seek him. 